You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators go to sell more of their online courses. I'm super excited this week because I have a very special guest all the way from Texas in the United States. A little bit about this person. She helps mums get paid for what's in their brains. She teaches boss mums how to sell their products and services on autopilot. So without further ado, let me introduce from uh, the one and only Ms. Ronisha Shee from Mums the Hustle. Ronisha, how are you? Good, how are you? Yes, I am amazing. Ronisha, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? I have a very simple one. <laughs> yes, so let's hear it. Smarter, not harder. <laughs> oh, yes, I love that. Let's spend a, a minute there because that's probably one of my favorite quotes as well. It's, you're right, it, it, it sounds simple, but it's actually harder to do if, if you don't go in with that mindset, right? So yeah, absolutely. explain it a little bit, Rachel. What does that mean to you? Work smarter. Uh, yeah. What is it? Work smarter, not harder? Yeah. Work yeah. smarter, not harder. What does that so, mean to you? Give us the Well, the so people here. think because I'm moms that hustle that that's, you know, my thing. I'm hustling. But no, moms that hustle is for those moms who want to hustle less. Mm. So it's kind of different than when people, you know, see me, they're thinking, oh, I just want to you know, work really hard. No, I want to show moms how to set up systems. Mm. Systems are your friends. So when you set up a system and your business works on autopilot, it's just the best thing ever. So that's my, um, that's always my go-to when I talk to a mom. How can we set up some systems? How can we sell your online course on autopilot? Mm. You know, some things that I know that you can do, or here's some things I know that you can do to really get more time to do more things that you want to do, spend time with your family, you know, travel. I know a lot of us aren't traveling now, but when we can, or just do nothing, if that's what you want to do, <laughs> watch more TV. I don't know, but whatever it is to have your business really work behind the scenes for you. That's my, my whole goal. Love that. Love that so much. I agree hundred percent. I think a simple way, even if I was to, to simplify it, the way I look at it in, in my simple brain is all right. If I'm going to work, whatever, eight hours a day, or let's say, yeah, let's say if I'm going to work eight hours a day and I make one sale on my course, okay, it's all right. Or Renisha could teach me, Hey, here's how you can work one hour a day and make one hour on your course, one sale on your course. You've still, the outcome's still the same. You've still made one hour on your course, but one hour you've got seven hours to do whatever you want. Maybe you choose to run it on your business if you want, but maybe you choose to travel or your family or whatever it may be. Exactly. Exactly. It's about about just opening up, giving you more opportunity to do what you want to do, not what you have to do. Like, Life should be about what you want to do. <laughs> yes, love that. That's such a good thing. are so important, yeah. Oh, yes. And I, I've actually just learned that recently myself, Renisha. I was, I'm not a mom, uh, but still, I was... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, surprising, right? So I'm not a mom, but I used to hustle very, very hard. You know, I would spend yeah. all day. I would work from 5 a.m. till 9 p.m., you know, just posting yeah. on social media and sending messages and doing sales calls and, and emails. And it was because I had no systems. You know, my business was going all right, but I was working like a crazy person, you know? And yeah. then as soon as I learned systems, now with my business, my revenue is the same, but I'm working a fraction of the mo- of, of what I used to. You know, I'm working one or two hours a day as opposed to I don't, too much hours that I can't even count how many it used to be. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of, of systems. Now, Ranisha, I've been following you a while on social media, so I know what it is you do. But let's say someone's watching this and, and they haven't heard of you on social media before. Can you let us know what is it you actually do? So, you know, that's interesting because um, I pivot a lot because I pivot based on what people actually need currently in their business. So I'm an online course creator because I'm, I'm this by trade. So I actually went to school. I got a degree to teach people how to learn. And from there, I got hired to work with, you know, large banks and, oh my gosh, 
just basically like large businesses in corporate America, IBM, to actually create training for corporate employees. So from there, I found a space to show other entrepreneurs because that was the thing. Entrepreneurs were wanting to learn how to teach. And so I started getting into that. But from there, I felt like, okay, there's one thing to show people how to create an online course, but there's another thing to show them how to sell it. Mm. So not only just sell it, sell it without doing a lot of work to sell it. Mm, yes. <laughs> you know, creating funnels. Mm showing people the entrance to that funnel and weeding out people, you know, who aren't engaged and getting those folks who are engaged and who want to work with you. And so you're not out here holding the sign saying, Hey, me, 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 I'm over here, but you're actually getting qualified leads. I think that's way more important than, you know, posting five times a day on social mm -hmm. media you know, just doing all the things that we can do to be visible because there's a ton of things that we can do, but choosing the right path to get qualified leads. And I think that was missing when I first started just teaching basic things about how to create an online course. So it's opened up my business to really, you know, I, I really enjoy talking about marketing. I really enjoy talking about selling and I really learned that these things aren't like in a bubble. If you're an entrepreneur and if you want to sell online programs, if you want to sell online courses, if you want to sell physical products, this concept is the same. Mm. You have to find a way to get qualified leads into a funnel that generates you profit. Mm. <laughs> That's yes. where I am today. So I'm all about setting up those funnels, driving traffic to those funnels and, you know, identifying qualified leads so that you're not wasting your time on, you know, you know, a lot of people out here aren't that serious and they, they are interested, but maybe they're not so much interested or, you know, they just want to kind of look inside and take a peek, but they're not ready to go the full, you know, <laughs> mm. path of what it takes. So that's my, that's my like passion. That's what I really like to talk about. Awesome. Love it. So many good points there on Isha and we can sort of, we can pivot anyway from here. Right. And I actually, no. <laughs> let me, let me give just a quick shout out here. Um, if you're interested in that sort of stuff, go on, follow Ronisha on Instagram. She's got one of the best value based Instagrams I've ever oh, seen. Thanks. You know, there's, there's lots you know, people post pretty selfies and that sort of stuff. And that's okay. That's your thing. But if you want to learn this sort of stuff here, how to sell more online courses, follow Ronisha on Instagram. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll put the link in the show notes. If you're watching on Facebook, just comment Instagram down below and, and me or Ronisha will get you over the, the tips. Now, okay. So you've mentioned, Ronisha, that you're a huge fan of the sales and marketing of online courses. Now, yes. originally, the, the biggest presentation I've actually seen you make was your validation one that you did for, for Andrea's launch. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave it up to you. Would you prefer to speak more about the validation or should we speak more about the sales and marketing or should we yada yada through the validation and spend more time on the sales and marketing? What's, what's best for you? What would you like to talk about for the next 20, 30 minutes? No, the validation piece is important because yeah. your messaging is the beginning of that whole, you know, attraction, you know, marketing and getting people, to watch you. So no, I love that part. I think that's the very beginning of your, your funnel. I mean, yes. if, if you're not, you know, sharing the right content, what, what are you doing? Hang on. <laughs> Actually talk about that. Cause you know what, Jenna, it all ties in. Yeah. It's all related. They're just moving parts, which could be overwhelming. But the first, I mean, seriously, the first thing you can do as an online course creator is what I did at Andrea's uh, summit is to create, I call it like a content knowledge base. It's like, it's like the best thing you can do if you're confused or unsure about what you should be talking about, how you should be sharing information. It's like the best thing you could do for your business. <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because I agree 100%. And it's sort of like, and the other way I look at it as well is, is there a market for it? You know, like if you're, you, you, can, you can use all of Ronisha's sales and marketing tricks in the world, 
But if you haven't validated it and you don't know if there's a market or what that market wants, man, you can have the best salesperson in the world. They're still going to sell. So let's, let's validate it first. So let's, let's start there on each other. What can you tell us? And let's, let's paint a bit of a picture. Let's say someone's listening to this, watching this, and they've got a, an idea for an online course. They haven't put it together yet. And they were going to either start creating it. Would you be like, hey, hold on a sec. Before you start creating it, let's go back and validate it. Are you on that mindset? Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yeah, so I use I use that that content knowledge base two ways. I absolutely use it to validate. So I get, use it to actually see what people are in the market in terms of what are their their needs. It's what it's what larger businesses do. It's what Target, Coca Cola. I mean, some of these large U.S. companies. They have to validate their products and their services or whatever they're offering. So I always start, start there because things shift so quickly. And we may think, oh, I want to create an online course. This is a great topic on account budgeting, how to save $1,000 in 12 months. But are people right now really interested in that? And that's one way you can go out and find. I mean, the information is there. It's just that we have to go seek it. <laughs> yes. Especially if we have small audiences and we can't forthright just ask our audience, hey, what do you want to learn today? And then you hear crickets. Mm. Maybe they're just, you just have a small audience, you're just starting out, or maybe you haven't really engaged with them as much and they're not talking to you. So the best way to do that is just to go out and seek that information. Yes, love that. So very good points there. So anyone listening this, watching this and is like, okay, got to do some market research, but I post on Facebook and no one comments or got no one in my group or I do an Instagram poll and no one does it. You know, what can I do? Well, hey, we do some of this knowledge based stuff that Ranish is going to tell us about. So let us know. I, I'm familiar with the, with the system. Let the, the audience know what's this knowledge base? What, where do you get the knowledge for this base? Let, what can you tell us about that, Ranisha? Oh my God, there's so many places to get this knowledge base. So okay, first I go in Facebook groups. Facebook is the best place to get information. People join Facebook groups to get answers to their questions. It's like all day long. So Facebook groups are the first place I would start. I would join a, a high profile Facebook group and just search for my topic. That's just what I do. I did that when I first started out. And not only that, Jonah, I didn't, I, just, I didn't only just validate my topic, I started using the language mm -hmm. that my, um, per, you know, my um, clients or soon-to-be clients were using to kind of understand, or maybe to, how am I trying to put this? <laughs> I used their messaging so I could sound like them, so I could really understand what it was that they were saying from their standpoint. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Like sometimes we're, we're in the business part of it and we use the business language, business terms, but I also used it not only to validate, but just to see how they talked about it. You know, how, what, what was their language around it? And I would use that same language to talk about that same thing. So it's almost like, it, it just became this thing that I would always go to when I wanted to know what to say around a topic to attract more people, when I wanted to know what to put in my course to make sure that they got the results that they wanted. I mean, it's just, this thing is just amazing. Um, yes. <laughs> it. I think it's just so smart to actually use the words and, you know, the statements of your ideal client and just use that knowledge that they're uh, sharing about their struggles to just not only validate, but also to help you create your online course. Mm. So that 
It's a lot of things, honestly. And even, even not even just the, the ideas, it's like validate the course, you know, validate the modules in there, validate the social media posts. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And the, the couple of good uh, points that Ronisha said there that I want to piggyback off a little bit is the language the your ideal customer uses. The way I yeah. look at it, because I know the ads that get me, if I read it, I'm like, shit, that's me. You know, <laughs> if I read an ad like that, I'm like, that's me exactly. I'm clicking on that. So that's when I'm marketing, okay, how can I make this person think, oh, yes, that's me exactly. Yes, exactly. I want to click that. And I think exactly. so, uh, the business terms, but also like the expert terms. You know, if somebody's an, an expert in whatever they do, you know, they're a, I don't know, they're a medical person or they're an expert in, you know, art or architecture, whatever it may be. Um, they may use, I, I find a lot of people will, will use those expert words to try and make themselves sound smart. But really, right. and, and I get it, it but it's, it's a little bit different because really if you're selling an online course, you're not selling people on your level, right? You're, you're selling to people that don't know what you know. So if exactly. you use these big languages like you're trying to impress a higher up, that's probably not going to work if you're trying to sell someone that's, that's below you there. So that's why it's important exactly. to get their notes there. So awesome. All right. So Facebook groups, we can go in there. And Facebook groups. Okay. That's, that's what I would say, number one. Next, I would say YouTube. Mm. It's right. It's close there. You get a lot of influencers that post questions. And here's another, here's another like pro tip. You can actually respond to these people mm. and self up as the expert. So a lot of times when they post things like on YouTube, they don't necessarily go back and respond. So sometimes I'll go in and I'll see that there's a question that someone's asking about an online course and I'll respond directly to them. Mm. And come over to my YouTube channel, although it's very small, but they come over to me <laughs> and they'll start, watch, they'll start commenting under my video. So just that, that engagement piece. So you're, it's a lot of things that you can do. Not only just, you know, look at the questions, but feel free to comment mm. and give your expertise to possibly get someone to look into what you're doing and look at, you know, what you or what services you provide. Yes, love that. All right, cool. And let me just get my head around this, this knowledge base. So this is essentially a Google Doc or some sort of spreadsheet that you've yeah. got that you'll copy. Yeah, it's okay. a Google, Google Doc yeah, you use? Yeah. It's a Google Sheet. Yeah, it's like a Google Sheet. Um, so, and what I do, it, you probably saw in the video, I, I basically just um, create tabs of the people that I get the info from. So we have competitors, right? So mainly the information is coming from the audience of our competitors. Mm. So we're using that information to leverage what their audience is struggling with. Um, again, if you're just starting out and you're trying to get into the space and sell something, um, it's important to know that you do have competitors in that space. That's another way to validate your idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if it's hard to find competitors who are selling online courses in the topic that you are, then I would, I don't know if I would, you know, go down that road, you know, in terms of creating a course. But if you see that people have large audiences based on your topic, then no brainer. Yay. That's the topic I want to do. <laughs> That's it. That's a good point. It's like, okay, if I go on YouTube and I'm trying to find a video that, um, you know, that, that's covering this topic here and there's not one person that has, or there's not one YouTuber that talks about this. Okay, are people that interested in there? Is it a market for this, you know? So I think exactly. that's good there. All right, cool. Uh, anything else we want to cover on the validation or should we move a bit over now? On now, okay, great. You know, we've gone on Facebook, gone on YouTube, got our spreadsheet open, got some questions and ideas. Should we go a bit deeper or is that enough to, to get us started on that? Yeah, some other places I go on Instagram, any social media platform where there are people, you know, um, in their groups and they're talking and having conversations. I mean, if we weren't even on social media or you didn't, you don't like that social media platform, if you can go out to groups, I don't know if you can anymore, like, <laughs> like conferences. I used to do it at conferences. And I would sit and when people raise their hand and they ask questions, I would write those questions down. So it's plenty of opportunity to find exactly what people are, you know, searching for. So. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Cool. 
So let's, let's, we'll summarize that. So someone's now done a bit of research. They've gone on Facebook. They've gone on YouTube. They've gone on Instagram. Um, maybe they've gone to some face-to-face -face conferences, depending whereabouts in the world they are. They've got a whole knowledge base here. They know what people want. They know what the market wants. They know what questions are, are being asked. What do we do from there? Now, do, do we create the course based on that? Or do we put some testers on social media? Or do we build yeah. our list? What do we, what's the next step once we've got a bit of an idea? We definitely, guys, we build our lists. We use that information as content to speak the language of our potential client, of our ideal client. So, guys, I used to, I started out, <laughs> I don't want to name drop, but I took a class. <laughs> I took a list building class many years ago. And I, I wasn't so into it. I'm like, ah, what, list building, who cares about list building? Over the years, when I sell my online courses, my email list are the first people to always buy it. Mm. They tell me, I send them valuable information weekly, sometimes more than once a week. So they're, they're invested in me. So if you're not using that content to share to your audience and by building, or by building an audience, ugh, I just feel like you're missing an opportunity to really sell your online course to a group that knows you, you know, and loves you and loves what you do. Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Well, it's, um, yeah. I, I, the first step. Yes. That would be the first step. 100%. I'll, I'll piggyback off that on the, the theory, and then we'll, we'll get into some of the, the tips. So the reason why I like email so much, I feel, actually, let's talk about traffic in general. Let's talk about yeah. your online course in general, right? Let's say, I think a lot of online course people out there, their strategy, their sales and marketing strategy is build it and they will come. Mm -hmm. Now, not a good sales and marketing strategy in my opinion, right? And, and it's, it's not even just in the online world. Like I live in Australia, right? In Australia, there's only a few cities that people actually live in. Our country is big, right? You live a few cities on the coast and then in the middle, it's just desert. No one lives there. No one goes there. No one knows what happens there. Nothing happens there, right? No traffic. If I was to open up a coffee shop in the middle of Australia where there's no traffic, no one goes, and I don't advertise it, people would think I'm crazy. People would send me to the, the hospital, you know, because it wouldn't make any sense. But that's right. what a lot of online course creators do. All right, right, I've got this course. Now it's just going to magically sell itself. Or now because I have a website, it's magically going to sell. We still yeah. have traffic. And, and look, there's plenty of different ways to get traffic, whether it's free, whether it's paid. But my opinion, mm -hmm. the best traffic is the traffic that you own because exactly. you've got, and it goes back to what you were speaking about earlier, Ronisha, you've got an email list or, or say you've got a course you want to sell. If you've got an email list, great. You might wake up in the morning, go to your kitchen, have a cup of coffee, send an email and sell a whole heap of courses. If you, exactly. if you don't have that, well, now you've got to hustle now. You, and obviously you need to hustle to get that list in place or do things. But like, once you've got that list, it becomes easier from there. You no longer need to go and post on a million different Facebook groups, Instagram accounts, right. YouTube and whatever. You don't need to put a whole heap of money onto Facebook ads. You can if you want, if you want to you know, grow even further. But if you've got that list, man, life just becomes so much easier, right? It does. And I have to, I have to add this. Even with Facebook ads, okay, you're, you're trying to get cold traffic. You still have to warm them up somehow. But the trend is that people are, you know, using ads to go straight to sales pages. So I get that. But there's nothing like engagement, like true personal engagement with someone who can potentially, you know, learn from you. And that's priceless. Mm -hmm. and, and guess what, Jonah? We don't want to just sell an online course. Mm -hmm. We want to create a long life customer. Mm -hmm someone to refer us to their 
family, their friends, because our course was so amazing. We want someone to journey with us when we create something else and they purchase that. So it's about that true connection. I really believe in that true connection with my people as opposed to just random people purchasing my course. Is it good on in the short term? Yeah, but I mean, you have an opportunity to build a relationship with people that will stick with you throughout the duration of your business. It's harder to get new leads. It's easier to turn a lead into a return buyer and a repeat buyer where they're always, you know, buying from you because they know it's valuable. So that's one of my, you know, true, that's what I really, really, really believe that in terms of, you know, using Facebook ads, I'm all for it, but I'm all about nurturing a, a community like you've been doing. Yes. You've been doing a great job. Oh my God. I love your Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there. I watch what people say. It's very, people are engaged. Mm. People talk. And that's what you really, really want as an online course creator. Yes. Okay. Wow. So many good bits of information there. Let me think of where to start. So, all right. Okay. Let's, I guess let's, let's, Okay, yeah. So let's talk about that there. Let's talk about community. Let's list a community we can almost put in the, the same thing as well, where it's yeah. like, all right, right. You know, if we want to sell an online course, let's build a list or build a community. And even our list, yeah, I know we call it a list, but I like almost calling that a community as well. It's a community. I don't, I look, that's the business term, see? Yeah. That's, I have a course called Build a Community. Yeah. So I don't have a course called Build an Email List. Yeah. It's you just say build an email list. They don't care about an email list. Yeah. More about a community. So that's that language I was talking to you about earlier, speaking the language of your ideal client. So yes, I definitely refer to my email list as a community because that's what I want to grow. These people follow you on all social media platforms. They respond to you when you send out an email, when you say reply back. I mean, that's your community. Yes, agree. All right, cool. Now, <laughs> now let's get into like the tactics, right? Let's say someone's watching this, they're like, all right, right. I've done my research, Ranisha. You know, I know the questions that are people are being asked. You know, I know what, what sort of stuff is going to work. But I, and I know I need to have an email list, but I don't have a list or I don't have a community. You know, what are some tips for those people there that are, let's say the people that are starting off. Okay. I mean, my, the tip is to go back to that knowledge base mm. and start creating free content. So free content around some of the struggles that you have researched and um, that you added to your knowledge base. I'm telling you that knowledge base goes so far. It's not just validation. It, that's the place where you start, but you can always refer back. I'm always looking back at it to see, okay, what are people talking about this week? I'm looking at, and I kind of atomize and I put my weekly and, and, and try to, I'm weird. I like to track things. So, but I'll go back to that list and start creating freebies, like free content, a masterclass, um, a free downloadable PDF. And guess what? And then when you're doing this, you're going to have to test your community to see what works best for them. So one, uh, you know, one freebie or lead magnet may not work as best as others. So you just have to, test out the market, see what's hot, what they like. And that's where you start. You start sharing knowledge. And I feel like when you share knowledge without, uh, uh, when you share knowledge just to help people, I feel like you get a bigger return in terms of the response that you get. When you sometimes you have an agenda where I have to sell this. Oh my God, I need to create this to sell this quick. I don't know. That hasn't worked for me. Has it worked for you? <laughs> no. Well, I'm, I'm not. Do you know who Zig Ziglar is? Is he popular over there in America? Uh, no, I've never heard of that name. He's an old, old guy, you know, it's an old guy. He's, um, he's got a quote and it's, um, you can have whatever you want in life if you just help other people get what they want. And I live by that philosophy, you know. I'm like, right, if I can help people. Obviously, there's got to be some sales strategy somewhere in there. <laughs> But, you know, but like if we go in with that attitude where it's like, right, if I can help this person just because I genuinely want to help them, when it comes time for me to sell something, they're probably going to choose me over someone that's never helped them before in their life. Exactly. And I've, I've been in business. This is my fifth year. 
So I'm only speaking from what I've experienced. Mm. So gung-ho in the beginning, wanting to sell, and, and I sold products. But a lot of the times it was a, it was a sell and done and the relationship ended. And I'm like, okay, well, what did I do wrong? (laughs) So now I'm in this space where I really truly want to help people on their journey, you know, whatever that journey looks like. So maybe my space isn't, you know, with this person online courses, maybe my space with this person is something else, but that's just me, but that's what I, you know, um, experience on my journey. I just posted yesterday that I spent like $15,000. I invested $15,000 in my business and just sharing some of the pieces, just being vulnerable and being honest and sharing yourself with your audience is, is, is a game changer, I believe. And I didn't, I didn't share that post that I shared 15, uh, I've invested $15,000 in my business just to get new business, I shared it to help someone to say, hey, guys, you have to invest to learn. You have to invest if you want to move, you know, the needle forward. So I'm just, I'm just really, really into this year, just value. And, and even with my freebies, over delivering, giving them as much information as I can to help them solve whatever that small, simple struggle is initially, and then taking them on a journey. Um, that's how I like to approach it. Wow. Okay. So many good bits of info there. I took three really important points. I want to uh, amplify for the listeners that that Ranisha said there. So Ranisha, I love how you said starting off with free content. So my personal opinion, I believe the first course you should make is probably a free mini course. I think if you want to sell your major course, it's probably going to be easier if you start with a free, something short, you know, it doesn't have to be an hour yeah. max, you know, start something like that. At least you've got something to work with, some bit mm-hmm. of content out there that you can use to capture emails or give snippets out for free. And that can lead to your, your bigger course there. So I think that's a, an important point. Uh, I like how you've said the continual relationship. So I saw someone make a post on, on Facebook the other day, which was really good. And it was essentially anyone can sell crap once. And the exactly. behind that was like, if you're good at sales, okay, you can probably sell something crap once, right? But that person will never, ever, 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 ever come back to you again. So you've ruined that relationship there. And they're probably never going to refer anyone else to you. Well, they'll definitely never refer anyone else to you again, right? Exactly. But if you sell something good, okay, great. This person's more likely to buy your next thing. Because uh, there's an old saying in internet marketing, I'm sure, you, you know, a buyer is a buyer is a buyer right? Mm-hmm. And let's say, mm-hmm. for example, if I buy something off Ranisha today, and then next month, she's selling something different, I'm going to be more likely to buy, providing it did what it said it was going to do as a good product, I'm going to be exactly. more likely to buy her second thing than someone that didn't buy. Because I know, well, shit, I did that first thing and it was awesome. So I better <laughs> do this, this second thing again. So I think that's important. And then vulnerable. I think that's the biggest one for social media, right? Yeah. Because content is good and content is important, but if it doesn't have some sort of personality behind it, it's only going to get you so far. And look, you can be funny, you know, that can sort of help and be silly. That can help as well. But there's nothing like vulnerability to really get your personality out there. So I think if anyone. I agree. I know. I agree with you. I think, I think people can see these days, you know, they can see through the BS. Mm. So I like your point in terms of like creating a mini course to prove, we do have to prove our capabilities and what we can do for people. So guess what I do? This is another little pro tip. I give them a free sneak peek inside my courses. Mm. So if they're not sure they're on the fence that this is for them, I'll let them look at a module, look at a lesson, go through it, give them the worksheets, the workbooks that go along with it. And actually, you know, pretend and go along as a student before they even purchased the full course. So I did that in one of my latest courses and I got so much positive feedback. This is a great, this is great, oh my gosh. And then sometimes you do get, it's great and they still don't buy, but they're gonna remember me mm-hmm. the next time in terms of maybe it didn't fit for a number of reasons and we can't bog down our thoughts with why they didn't buy. <laughs> mm-hmm. but 
I'm going above and beyond to make sure that, you know, they can walk through my course just to see if it's a good fit. I'm not afraid for them to go through my course, you know, because sometimes we put the sales page out there and people are afraid to hit that buy button because they don't know what to expect on the other side. <laughs> so, and I know I've been in that situation too, where I'm investing a thousand dollars in an online course. And I'm like, oh my God, I just don't know if it's for me. It sounds great, but I wish I could just see it. I wish I could just look at it a little bit more. And so that's one of the strategies that I've been doing recently. So I like that mini course idea that you mentioned. It made me think of um, previewing, giving people a preview inside your course. Yes. Well, and this is one thing I love about you, Ronisha, and I'll, I'll explain it for the listeners as well. You can probably see Ronisha's mindset is very abundant. There's no scaredness in her mindset. You know, uh, it's not like, oh, I better not give them this because then they're going to do this because yeah. if you're too closed in and not sharing anything, okay, no one's going to get anything for free, but you're not going to make any sales either. You can see everything that Renisha does is I'm going to over deliver. I'm going to give more. Yeah. I'm going to give you the sneak peek. She's not scared that there's not enough people in the world. If, if there's one thing that there's not, uh, that's, that's not scarce, it's people in this world. There's a heap of them. Exactly. Out, you know? So yeah, I, I just that. started thinking Jonah of how, when we go shopping as a mom, like I'm thinking of me and as a mom and when we, we go buy makeup at the counter and we're, you know, we have kids, so we're very, we don't like to splurge that much on ourselves, but when the, you know, the counter lady throws in some extra lip gloss and we open our bag and go, oh, I got extra lip gloss, yeah, and we're so excited, that's how I try to approach my online courses, like, I want to give you something you didn't expect, so people with the Instagram makeover course, a very mini, mini course, and I'm all about mini courses, that's another topic. Mm. Um, I'm about mini courses versus signature longer courses because I just feel a whole big thing about that. But um, I try, I try to do that. I try to surprise my students. I don't just want my students to go away after they take my course. I want to develop a relationship with them. So I'll surprise them and say, hey, Thursday night, I'm doing a free content workshop. I want, it's completely free to you guys. Join me at this Zoom location at this time because I want them to know that I really care about whether they succeed. I mean, because that's my brand. You know, if, as course creators, we can't give our students the results that we say we can, then what are we doing? <laughs> so I'm all about them actually succeeding. I want them to be successful. So I try to do things to help them, you know, go, you know, to that next level. Yes. Love it. Wow. Okay, cool. Now I've got a question for you here, Anisha. So okay. love everything you've said. I've got one question though. What if someone has no following, right? They've, they've got, they're on their personal Facebook profile. They've got a few friends and family members, but none of their ideal people on there. And maybe same with Instagram, few friends and family, none of their ideal people. What can we do to, um, build our following there. So we've got people to, to see our free content. So build a following on the social media platform. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say that. Content, content, content. <laughs> Good content guys. Um, I get so many DMs. So Jonah, I only have a thousand followers, but I've deleted people. Mm. So I post. You haven't, that... you haven't deleted me. Have you? I'm still on. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't delete you. But um, I, I could have had a lot more followers. I delete followers. Mm. I'm all about quality over quantity. I have a post that says I deleted 500 followers. I yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that one. I, I checked. People it. I went crazy over that post. They started DMing me and they started commenting on it because I'm all about content, but I'm all about good content that attracts the right person that I know I can help. That's, that's, as I just want to be clear. So I'm not on social media just to do silly reels, although I do like to do silly reels. <laughs> I'm up there to really try to connect with that right person. And I want them to connect with me. So content is going to be the, the, the thing that supersedes everything. So if you're starting out with no social media following, you don't have anybody but your mom and your dad following you on Facebook. If you start, you know, creating great content, and guess what? It doesn't even have to look great. Mm -hmm. It 
has to be valuable. Like it has to speak to your audience, whatever that is. You're going to get followers. I mean, I, it's, it, I do it all the time. <laughs> and, and, and it goes back to that knowledge base, doesn't it? If it goes you, back to that knowledge base. If you're like, well, what content do I post? We'll go back to that knowledge base. Well, hey, I'm posting and I'm not interacting. We'll go back to that knowledge base. Yeah, if you spend the time to work on that knowledge base, it will be like your saving grace when you have, you don't know what to do. You can always go back to it and refer to it all the time. So I spend, every so often I'll go back to mine, I'll add more things. It's huge. It's become like this mega store of content. And I know on social media, I get inboxes all the time about what do I post? And I'm like, okay, have you done any research? Like, check this out, look at this. So I did that for online course creators, but it works for so many other, you know, uh, entrepreneurs that they just want to do programs or they just want to know what to post or, it's just an amazing thing. I love it. <laughs> no, agree. Now, I want to be uh, sensitive on time here on Isha. I know it's getting mm -hmm. late over there in the, in the US. So there's a few questions that I like to always finish up all my podcasts with. Now, okay. deeming this is a podcast for online course creators, I'm curious yes. as to what's your online course platform of choice. Are you a teachable? Oh, person? gosh. Here we go. You know what? I've changed. Okay. So I have, a, I have a degree in IT. So I used to like program stuff. So I'm really into really great platforms. So, Jonah, when I first started, I built my own online course platform, Ooh. WordPress using uh, using a plugin wow. so from there i i did thinkific i've done teachable do you know what i'm doing now kartra okay have you heard of kartra i've seen it in in certain groups people posting but i've never logged in i have no idea how it works so my new course courses are now in kartra and i'm taking the steps to navigate every or, or to move everything into kartra um, because I just like the oneness. Oh, of yeah. So I like that I can create sales pages. I can create my, my landing pages, my lead magnets. I can look at my, you know, send broadcasts and my funnel, um, emails, every, everything and my memberships, my online course memberships, everything is all in Kartra. It's like ridiculous how great that is <laughs> well, I'm transitioning to New Zenla for the same reason really yep so I, I was that, haven't heard of it uh -uh. I'll send you a, I'm an affiliate but I'll send you <laughs> but I'll send you a link anyway if you want to have a bit of a, a look at it same yeah. thing that's the that's what I'm seeing as well so I used to to simplified version I used to use click funnels for my sales stuff and then mm -hmm. for my core stuff because I found that Teachable is really, really good as a course platform, but lacks a little bit in the sales side of things. I found okay. that ClickFunnels is really, really good for the sales and funnel side of things, but lacks a little bit in the course side of things. So I, I did a bit of both. Okay. And I was paying about 400 a month. I think it was about $300 wow. for yeah. ClickFunnels, about 100 for Teachable, give or take, in Australian dollars, but it's much, much the same. Enla, um, mm -hmm. it's beta, but it's like 400 bucks for the year. And I'm like, and it's an all-in-one, yeah. So there's, it's brainer. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to yeah transition there. So that's where I'm at. Um, I'm always looking, you know, to yeah. and look into things. So yeah. I just, with Kartra, I do love it. It's been really good. There's a slight learning curve, but they give you like a whole training program that you go through. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I love the easiness of it. Like for my yeah. students, it's more about them than me. Yep. Um, so if they can log in and, and, and everything is generated behind the scenes and I'm happy. Yes. Awesome. All right. Next question. So you're obviously a mentor to plenty of entrepreneurs out there, plenty of mums out there. Couple questions, not a couple questions, but who have been your mentors along the way, Renisha, whether it's someone directly that you've, you've uh, worked with or done their course or whether it's someone that you follow on social media, that's inspiring. What, uh, <laughs> can you tell us about mental that's a loaded question um <clears throat> so i've had i've worked with some coaches one-on-one -on -one. um i have to say i have to give props to amy porterfield mm. be an online course creator and not you know 
engaged with Amy Porterfield, taken some of her courses or been taught by her. So I have done that. I have been when I first started out and I, I still I still love I, I love her nurturing the nurturing aspect. And she I, I don't want to I'm not mimicking her, but the way she gives value is just she just she literally gives like mm. this is her podcast. She's always giving tips. She has the best people up there talking about you know, our online courses and how to sell and market. So I love Amy Porterfield. Um, then there's some smaller um, people that I like on social media, on Instagram, who have like, well, she, she just recently passed away. So her name was the, the Six Figure Chick. She was an Instagram, like, superstar. Over 400,000 followers. And she just dominated Instagram and she was a digital product online course creator, but she recently passed away mm. tragically. Um, but she was somebody I would always, you know, those people that you go to their pages. So it would be Amy Porterfield. I'm always looking at her page and it's, I'm always going to the six figure chicks page. And I would say those two um, for me have always been people that I, you know, kind of looked up to and love their content. Yes. Well, sorry to hear about the six figure chick. Uh, yeah. Tell, you have to go on Instagram and look at her page. Yeah. So. Like I can tell it's, it's even a bit emotional for you now, you know? So, yeah. um, and Amy Porterfield, she's that name always comes every I ask this question to everyone. Her name always comes up. Uh, what about in terms of books, Renisha? Are, are you a reader? Is there any particular book that you read and changed your life or that you recommend any up and coming course creator entrepreneur should read? Yeah, um, I, I have tons of books. I don't know if you can see them. <laughs> tons of books. And I am reading a new book. Um, oh, wow. It's called Uncloned Marketing. Ooh. And it's about, it's about stepping out of the norms of marketing in terms of what we say is what marketing is, but being different, being yourself, and using different tactics to get eyes on your products or your online course. So that's a really, really good book. It's very simple, which I like. So the strategy isn't really complicated. And I like a lot, a lot of people like to learn that way. Just simplify it for me and just give it to me straight. That's me. <laughs> so Uncloned Marketing is a really, really good book. I really like it. So I, I definitely recommend that. Okay. I haven't read it. I'm going to go on Amazon and, and put it in my wish list right now. Yes, go read it. It's really good. It's by Audrea Richmond. Um, she's a marketing-like superstar. And, and I like it because she's created marketing her way. Mm. So she does things just so outrageous and outside of what you would think for marketing, but it works. And so she's trying to get you to think outside of the box. So it's really good. Yes, I've got it on Amazon now. As soon as we jump on this, I'll, I'll purchase. Um, all right, cool. Well, hey, Renisha, that's pretty much all, all I wanted to cover today. If someone's listening to this and they're like, all right, you know, this, this woman's pretty cool. I, I want to follow her, see what she's about. Is Instagram the best place to follow you? Instagram or? is the best place. I'm always on Instagram, always answering DMs. So don't be afraid. Always sharing stories every single day. So I show up every single day on Instagram. I just like it. I don't know. I just like it. I feel like, I feel like we should do what we like. So <laughs> yeah, cool. And it's uh, mums that hustle on Instagram. Yep. Mums that hustle on Instagram. And if you're in Australia, they spell harder. Awesome. <laughs> they, they, they um, spell mum with an O over there. So it's M O M. We'll put M O M. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll put the link in the show notes. If you're listening on Facebook, just comment Instagram below. Me or Ranisha will get over the, the link to you. Um, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover, Ranisha. Is there anything awesome. I should have asked you, but I forgot to, or is there anything you want to leave us off with? No, I want to ask you a question. I want to leave asking you a question. Okay. I'm nervous, but I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so what is one of the latest marketing strategies for online course creators, Jonah? What, what do you say? Okay, that's a good question. Let me think. Huh, one of the latest. Now, I'm a bit of a traditionalist in that a lot of the stuff I do has been around a long time, you know, email marketing, uh, webinars, uh, lead magnets. I would probably say, hmm, you know what I would say, actually? 
I would say collaboration. I agree. So mm -hmm. I think that, and, and if I was to expand a little bit more, let's use, I'm, just, I'm going to use you as an example, Ranisha. Let's say, for example, Ranisha's like, all right, hey, I've got a really good following, you know, all my people there, they're really engaged, they really, really like me, uh, but I'm going to do a new launch and I want to get it out to new people. Or, hey, I've got this free thing, you know, I want to get it out to new people and then if they like me, they, they follow me. Now, Ranisha can hustle you know, and go out and post in a million Facebook groups and go and meet people and go and do cold calls and ads. And that's all good stuff. I'm saying it's bad stuff. But I think an easier way is you could say, hey, Jono, you've got a Facebook group and an email list and a podcast. Do you want to get this out to your people? You know, here's a few dollars and get it out to your people. Or, hey, do you want to do this? And then I owe you a favor. And it's just way quicker, you know? Yeah, I agree. Conversation with her. And then for me, all right, great. I'll send out an email. It takes me five minutes. You know, it's, it's, it's a win-win. So I would... I would I agree. And I think it's a bit, it's, it's untapped, you know, it's like everyone's going on Facebook groups and everyone's, um, you know, uh, and actually I'll expand on that as well. And if you're like, all right, and it comes down to value for me as well. So I think like, and not being scared. And I think that's why you probably resonate with a lot of that as well. I think like if you hold your value in and if you're scared that someone else is going to take your, your customers, then it's going to be hard to collaborate. Because you do, oh, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll jump on a podcast and you won't say your best stuff because you know you're scared they're going to steal it or not do your course or whatever you know. Yeah, yeah. You on a podcast that person because you're scared you know um, your followers will follow them or whatever you know. If you got that attitude, well, hey, you're never going to be able to collaborate with that person. But if it's like, and I always think value first as well. I'm like, all right, if there's someone I want to collaborate with, how can I help them out first? Because really. Exactly they're probably not going to help me out out of the goodness of their heart. They've got to, some people may, but you know, they're trying to build their own business. I get it. You know, why should they help me out for nothing if I've done nothing for them? But if I can do something and help them out first, I feel they'll be more likely to help me out in return. And once again, like we said, we don't do it for that reason. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to do you a favor. So you have to do me a favor first. So you do me a favor back. But we're just stacking the odds in your favor. You know, if I want someone to do a favor, okay, they're probably going to be more likely to help me if I've done something to help them out first. Yeah, you, so you just validated an idea. Thank you, Jonah. <laughs> Happy to help. <laughs> I have this idea called the Barter Society. Okay. Where that's what we do. We just barter our skills and our services, and we share, and we collab, and mm. work together to build our audiences because so many people need that when they're just starting out and also to grow. So thank you for that. <laughs> No dramas. <laughs> All right. So if you're, I'm going to end the recording here on the podcast. Thank you for your time on the podcast.